Kyle versus the universe. Edie and Kyle versus the universe. I'm DDC. Hi, Kyle. Hi, Kyle. Oh, it's a cold and dark Friday. Yeah, that whole daylight saving is really bad to us. <laughs> I'm glad we saved it. For, uh, yeah, so glad. For the seven hours. <laughs> it's like I forget every year how dark it is at four o'clock yeah. by the time we hit this point. And uh, yeah, huge effect on mood, at least. Yeah. It's a huge effect on mine. I'm sleepy. Yeah. Uh, but we get closer and closer to Thanksgiving if we uh, start incorporating a little bit of a format to this free-for-all. Sure. We're going to do a top three. I think we decided on what was going to be our top three Thanksgiving dishes that are not turkey. Obviously, like turkey's got to be up there. Now, for anyone out there that doesn't know who we are, Kyle, <laughs> Kyle's half Korean. Did did your mom ever make like Korean dishes on Thanksgiving, or was it oh, always sure. American fare? Or... No, no. She, I mean, she always makes just a feast of food, but it's always a smorgasbord of everything between Korean and um, American. Nice. Did she do the pork belly? No. Well, uh, I mean, that's that's something that like if I asked her to do it, she, I'm, I'm sure she would do it. But if she ever put a feast together, there'd, there'd be like you know an assortment of egg rolls, and then also a turkey and a ham, just for me and her. Like for for her the well, my hundred and four pound mother and, and me. So. All right, do you want to go back and forth? Do you want to list your top three? Me on your top three, or you want to do? You know, yeah. Why don't you start? Uh, my number one's got to be pumpkin pie. Of course it is. I'm, I'm a pumpkin pie guy. Yeah, I love it when I see them in stores. I'm like, it's that time. So I'm all about mashed potatoes, and that's I mean that's going to be forgiven for any any kind of holiday. Sure. But I, I mean, I, I feel like that's more, that's more of a shoe in than than turkey almost. Like it's it's right up there with at the, at the yeah. same rate. Yeah. Do you do you prefer potatoes to turkey? No, no. I'm just saying that it's something that you you would expect at every every. Oh yeah, yeah. There better table. be fucking mashed yeah. potatoes. Yeah, there's gonna be mashed potatoes. Uh, my my mother actually makes a really good like uh cream corn that has like a cheesy crust. Oh yeah. Yeah, and that's what something that I look forward to every year. Something that she makes. Do you like your mashed potatoes on the chunky side or more of like the like smooth. like a whip? Yeah, you like yeah. it like whipped up. Yeah. So you don't like any of the skin staying in. You like it all peeled. You and... know, I um the last time I made mashed potatoes, uh, I did it with the skin on and everything, and I, I honestly just beat the shit out of it until, <laughs> until everything was smooth anyway, <laughs> and uh, it worked. It worked. Just got really worked well. in. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of butter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of butter. <laughs> <laughs> butter makes everything better. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I mashed potatoes are also that the, probably my number two. I, I just go with pumpkin pie primarily because it, it is representative of the time of year. Yeah, because you don't really get it, or you don't really see it year round. Yeah, um, you can get pumpkin pie filling pretty much whenever. But, um, I, I can't like just like going and picking one up and like the plastic. Yeah, you know, in like Walmart or Albertsons or whatever. I'm not really into like that kind of thick crust colder, but like I like it right out of the oven. Like you, you like like a homemade pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, get... n- I've never made a pumpkin pie from scratch. Does uh, it have pumpkin in it? <laughs> we did it. We did it one year. Um, it's it, so you, it's not just like a pumpkin you go pick up for. How, you have to get what's called a sweet pumpkin. They're okay. smaller. Yeah, and then. Uh, and then you have to get the spices to mix with it, and then you have to basically puree it. So. We we didn't get it to the consistency that you get out of the can, but it was incredibly good. Um, 
yeah, Kim made it one year and it was pretty fucking awesome. That I was like, let's just amazing. do it for scratch. Yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd get in on that. You know, picking up from Marie Callender's or getting a Sara Lee and then popping it in the oven, also good. Yeah. Um, or just buying the pie tin and getting the, the filling and making it on your own, always good. Basically, in my house, it was, they made two, and one of them was like my pie. Because <laughs> I'm all about <laughs> taking the fucking pie. Um, yeah, two, I'm going to go with mashed potatoes. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, creamy, chunky. Yeah. Just put butter and salt on it. Lots of butter. Let me take care of it. Yeah. <laughs> Just as necessary. All right. Was was two your cream corn thing, or what do you? What's your number two? Uh, so yeah, I was I was gonna say that the the cream corn thing. Um, okay. So she um, it's almost like a corn casserole, and she she bakes it with uh like some type of cheese. <laughs> cheese also makes everything better i mean does it go in like a full big dish or yeah no? yeah it's a casserole dish and you know it'll it comes out almost like a, a slice of cake really <laughs> yeah it's it's got a, just a savory it's, it's got cake? some structure to it yeah i mean it but it's i mean it's not it, but it's it's corn so like when it comes out it it's it's still pretty loose but uh it it holds together just from the amount of cheese that's in there i guess um what was your three? Uh, probably sweet potato casserole. Sweet potato casserole. Like putting it in with, um, you can, uh, like Linda would make it with, I think, pecan and then top it with um, cornflakes. Yeah. Um, I did it with like macadamia nut one year. That was pretty fucking dope. Nice. But that was, that's another one of those where it just stays hot for an incredibly long amount of time. After yeah. It comes out. It'll be like an hour later and you're scooping like another one. Like it's still fucking hot. How does that happen? Um, yeah, I like, uh, and that's like, it's kind of weird because it's, you eat it with the Thanksgiving meal, Yeah, but it's like a dessert. Sure. Um, and I think I came to like it more because, uh, I really enjoyed sweet potato pie when yeah. I was deployed. Right. Um, and I was never, I was never into like green bean casserole no. or, uh, you know the cranberry sauce that's just the shape of the tin can that it came in like i actually did cranberry sauce yeah yeah do you do i mean do you do anything special whether you just slice it up and eat I, it i smother my turkey in it oh yeah 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 it's uh i, I feel like the the sweet and the savory kind of complement each sure. other really well but that, that was actually my number three is the cranberry sauce. cranberry sauce yeah i hate stuffing yeah <laughs> i have never i have never gotten into stuffing and been like this is good yeah this is this is, <laughs> this is thanksgiving isn't. like every time i'm like why is this still here i i always thought it was weird because uh well not necessarily weird but the <laughs> the the liberty taken with the amount of time it takes to to make the stuffing yeah like, i would i'd wake up you know at 7 30 maybe eight o'clock my dad and linda had already been up since like four or five trying to dry out the fucking bread <laughs> and it's all like laid out on the <laughs> counter and then i was like so what is it that stovetop can't do like right. I, I don't uh it's not stale enough <laughs> yeah exactly because <laughs> then they got it they dry the bread out like yeah full on um i mean it smells nice i just never was really interested in yeah it's just this is a really good way to ruin <laughs> bread what do you do like an ice cream scoop <laughs> like it's almost like a bread pudding but yeah, there's no right. sweetness to it um yeah, I'm not, not going to be having most of this stuff this year, but uh, why not? 
because I'm not really going anywhere. I got no, my mom was like, you got any plans for Thanksgiving? I was like, nah, <laughs> I'm going to eat food <laughs> at some point. You're coming to my mom's house. for Yeah. Yeah. You can do that. Let she her know I'm coming she, she, Yeah, I, no, I'm, I'm going to talk to her today about it. But she always, uh, she always makes like a, a 20 pound turkey for me, and she makes like a ham, even though I hate ham. So I'm just like, I'm sure I could find somebody to eat this, mom. Like, and I take it home. Girl is it just ham. like, is just that every ham tastes the same? It just it's, always. It's the, yeah. It's, you don't do, there's nothing really much to do with ham. You glaze it in the same shit, and yeah. then you bake it, and then it's just that. Sometimes it's a little sweeter. Sure, like if you the, put the brown, yeah. the brown sugar coating on it. But it's yeah. it's just the consistency of ham, like the. I don't know. Did you guys ever do like a prime rib? My dad likes to do that. Sometimes. No, no, not for not for Thanksgiving. Do you so do you typically do that like Christmas time? Um, I'm gonna say that when Christmas time comes around, so I'm a I love turkey and I love leftovers. Mm-hmm. I'm all about the leftovers. Like honestly, if we could skip the Thanksgiving feast and even the Christmas whatever it is, and just go straight to sandwiches, I would just. Kill sandwiches that is uh, apparently most of america agrees yeah <clears throat> that they actually like the leftovers more than the main yeah so main I'm, I'm all about like i'll get there and just be like can we just put the, the turkey breast in a bag and i'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll take it home make, and make it sandwiches. make it cold so yeah I can, so I can put like a mayo on this on so this like, wonder bread so heat it back up yeah <laughs> um but yeah my so because of that my mom's always like you want a turkey for christmas and i'm like yeah <laughs> so we just do turkey every just time. do turkey again every, every some, excuse to have turkey I have some people like switch off like oh for thanksgiving we did you know ham and prime rib and then for christmas they'll do turkey or you know vice sure. versa and flip it i'm all about let's just turkey's cool yeah i love i love me some turkey you guys have any traditions in thanksgiving when you guys when you're growing up mm, no not really i mean just eat yeah it's, all, it's always about eating it 2 p.m. Do you ever do the <laughs> go around and say what you're thankful for type thing? Is yeah, the... you know, I, I want to say a couple of times that I have, but I I, I get pretty un, unenthusiastic about shit like that, so <laughs> I try to avoid it. Be- because you you don't want to do the public speaking or because you're not thankful I'm for I'm just anything? never thankful for anything. <laughs> I take everything Not even for thankful granted. for this food. <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. Yeah. I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I'm thankful that I have a driver's license. <laughs> well uh yeah we when we have like family like bigger family get together say if we have people come over to visit and it's not just it wasn't just you know us five or whatever um i always kind of like hanging out afterwards um playing card games at the table sure or dominoes yeah occasionally uh join in on that but going around playing you know skip bow or uno or any of that you know type of card games and stuff it's just you love your skip bow i do i do love my skip bow <laughs> um and i love beating my sister yeah at it um and i also really loved beating evelyn at any card game <laughs> <laughs> get it while it's hot because she was a poor winner <laughs> oh really yeah she if, if she like won in a game of uno she would like dab in your face and like do a little dance and i was like <laughs> All right, now I'm gonna have to go hard on this kid that I love. I to, I've got to ruin you. <laughs> I know. Like, uh, I taught her how to play Yahtzee, and if she beat me, she yeah. was just like in your face. And I was like, "All right, let's stay humble." <laughs> and then I beat her. I'm like, "My, how the turntables! The shoe was on the other table, which is turned." Um. 
I'm probably at Amount Episode 4 of Blue-Eyed Samurai. Yeah, what do you think? Dude, there's a lot of Wang in this show. A lot yeah, of animated yeah, Wang. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of flaccid penis. And so I think it was Episode 3 where they're in that town. Everybody gets naked and jumps in the water. And yeah. then that... Is that is that a known... Is there is there a place in Japan or a place like that where that's like a tradition? I'm watching some of these things. And I'm like, all right, well, I've seen some of these things in film, sure, or you know, on a documentary. But some of the things they're doing, I'm like, I've never, I've never seen or heard anything about that before. But is that like, I, I, <laughs> do they do weird shit like that? I don't they know, man. Like, get I, naked and drown each other. I, I feel like uh, just. Any opportunity, like back in like Edo, Japan, like when not everybody was taking a bath every day or every other day, like any opportunity to get into the water was. They actually, I mean, taken. they they probably bathed more frequently than the Europeans did. Is that right? Yeah, they didn't really have they didn't really have outbreaks of you know bacterial illnesses and stuff like Europe was suffering for a lot of places because they bathed so much. Well, they did just they just kind of because they that, were always naked in the lake. That kind of purity. I mean, uh, you know. Part of apparently brothels are still fairly big in Japan. Prostitution sure. still fairly popular. Yeah. You know, one of those things that like that a lot of dudes love is just getting baths by women. Public bathhouses are still a thing. yeah yeah yeah. Uh, I was just you know there was a video that um, this guy was talking to uh, Japanese girls about whether you know how they feel about um, their men basically cheating on them with prostitutes. And they're like, yeah, it's fine because it's just sex. He's not, you know, emotionally involved with whatever. And I know that there's nothing else beyond just that kind of transaction, and that they're fairly okay with. It's a different world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't disagree, but you know, but that's, but if it's something that continues and it's not really something that is necessarily looked down upon, you know, like it, like sex work. If it's not vilified, if it's not criminalized, if it's not as part of, you know, the social dynamic where they're the dregs of whatever, then, yeah, I suppose they would just have a different attitude about it sure. in general. Because, um, you know, like in, in the Western world, it's, that's what, you know. It's like the foundation of the entire relationship. Yeah, if you were, if you were an orphan and you couldn't find... Uh, marriage material or anything like that, and you just and you were the dregs, and that's just basically how you had to survive. Yeah. Um, and basically, you, you know, at least in the show, you know, George Takei is telling her like, you either become a wife or you become a whore, right. and that's and that's what women do here. <laughs> but that's like the path that they take. And he's one of my favorite characters in that too. I'm I'm perplexed how these characters keep getting back to where they were from so fast. Like <laughs> they have this interaction, and then the next scene. He's back at the fortress. I'm like, yeah. why couldn't our hero be there by now? <laughs> it's like this whole thing. It was like the next instant. It was like warning, warning the white dude about this person. I'm like, how did he get there? Yeah, what I always the wonder about happened? timelines too. It's it's kind of like Game of Thrones. It's like from one scene to the next, it's like six months, but they don't really kind of put any type of feeling into. Yeah, that. The, this last episode where you know she cuts off Randall Park's hand, and yeah. like the next instant he's back at the fortress talking. Yeah. I'm like, how the fuck did he get? <laughs> she's still walking everywhere but he's nope i'm back here now uh i was like all right well is this for the sake of them continuing on or whatever i'm not gonna question that 
the hero's journey is a long one. Uh, loving the action. Yeah, it's it's pretty fucking dope. It's really really well done. It, yeah, and some really really great looking scenery. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's it's pretty well written. I don't I don't know if it's sort of a Clark Kent Superman thing where none of these people can fucking tell that this is a woman. Like clearly it's a woman. Yeah, like just if she came up <laughs> and she was like. I am sir. And I'm like, no, you're a dick. <laughs> I can definitely just because you're like <laughs> tilting your hat down over your eyes. Yeah. And so claim that you, yeah, you bind, you bind your tits and then you're like, I'm, I'm like, no, I can, I can hear you and know that no <laughs> other person sounds like that. So if anybody's out there looking for something interesting to watch, uh, Netflix, blue eyed samurai is pretty good. A lot of wang blue eye samurai. Um, did you see the preview for, Avatar Last Airbender series. No. Teaser trailer. Check it out. It looks pretty dope. Yeah. The Is it a live action? Yeah. Okay. It's a live action series. The apparently in 2020, the creators of the show, they left Netflix as part of their involvement in it because they were, I guess, citing creative differences. But to watch the teaser, I'm like, a lot of this looks like it's just ripped straight from the show. I'm not, yeah. I'm not entirely sure where they were diverging from, but obviously when it comes out in February, I'm going to watch it and see what the differences are. But like the costuming and everything looks like it's ripped straight from the cartoon. How much do you remember from the movie? Uh, I didn't finish the movie. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, was was, it was just not good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anything's better than that, right? Yeah. Um, and you know, Appa looked cool. Like the, the CG doesn't look bad. Like it yeah. looks like, as much money as they put into One Piece, yeah. which was a good-looking, bizarre show, I I just couldn't do I couldn't do One Piece. I I was talking with uh, I was talking with a friend of ours about it, and they didn't care much for it either. And there's just there is an aspect of the the lunkhead, happy whatever character that yeah. just works better in animation than in live action because sure. if you were to just to see somebody that was just that. <laughs> and then you're like, are you, are you missing something in that? Yeah, <laughs> <You're> like <laughs> it just it just doesn't seem to work as well for me. And yeah. that as like I can buy it as a cartoon to be just that stock character, but when you put it in with people, I'm like, oh, there's just not a lot being sold here. It seems uh, like if you're not going to make it a little bit more human, then what was the point of adapting? Right, like you just you should just keep. <laughs> you should just keep the 35 years of cartoon. <laughs> it wasn't like one of the, it's one of the longest running anime series I, th- I think in, in history. I'm like, not sure. I think it ran for like 20 really 20 plus I think, something like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, Avatar: Last Airbender. It's uh, even starts with showing the comet and everything. Like it's it basically follows the whole. Yeah. It, it seems to just follow everything with the show. I'm for it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, they, they're they probably going to take some creative license here and there, but, like, if they if they follow the main plot to a T, like, I think that would actually make a lot of people happy. Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I suppose where, if and when there's a, a divergent thing, I'm obvi- obviously it'll raise a, yeah. a few uh, shitty voices online, but, yeah, fuck them. <laughs> Oh, shitty voices. Um, speaking of comets. Yeah. So um, the uh, European Space Association uh, actually recently uh, uh, launched a new 
space telescope and nobody knows about it. Like everybody is, was aware of the James Webb for fucking years before it got launched. And like, as it was happening, it was a big thing. I remember telling you like, Oh, we're launching it or we're, we're smuggling it around to, to uh, launch out of uh, French Guinea or whatever it was. Uh, and uh, nobody, nobody knew about this uh, Euclid, uh, uh, space telescope getting launched but it's uh we're, we're starting to get our first images from it and it's in a similar position as the james webb space telescope now from my understanding at least the the way they talked about the differences between the two is that is that webb sees deeper into space than the euclid will be doing but the euclid has a wider range because it's yeah. it has it has a limited mission it's given six years to map a third of the sky yeah um and it, and it actually doesn't even have the clarity of hubble right it has a consistency that's better than hubble yeah it's supposed to be uh i think i think the direction that they're taking it is uh trying to do more research on things like dark matter yeah and that's and that's the the end goal of the mission so yeah. they're they're wanting to basically this one is designed not to just give us a pretty picture it's trying to develop a 3d image right of of uh of the sky and to be able to tell how dark matter is affecting those right. areas because they, it plays like the majority of the universe yeah and they want to understand the nature of it its creation how it's involved in the creation of how it's influenced not yeah. anti-matter or yeah. black matter yeah. like how it made the matter um but they're looking at like uh, like brown dwarfs, like some other mm -hmm. types of uh, systems that we haven't really been able to explore that well. Mm -hmm. um, possibly smaller black holes that uh, were made, they're assuming, sometime around the, the creation of it. Just kind of these little ones that pop up here and there. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting what they glean. Because obviously everybody, they're kind of interested, like, well, you're, if you talk about dark matter well is does that affect us in any way <laughs> like there, right. there, there's like this concern of this thing that they're looking for because it sounds stark it yeah. sounds it sounds maybe a little dangerous but um the i guess maybe if they watch that stupid dan brown movie they're you know slightly worried about its uh, explosive capabilities but, but that's really not what they're interested in they just uh it's all it's all just about creation of the universe and understanding right. that you know a little bit better so yeah, so while it doesn't necessarily have the the resolution or clarity uh, that the Hubble would have had, um, it it's able to take similar uh, fields of of uh, galaxies in a much much shorter amount of time. Yeah, it's so, incredibly fast. Yeah, from, from I think I think the image that was released was like six hours of exposure. Yeah. Where they were talking about like the a similar image from Hubble was took something like seventeen years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's just that processing capability is is pretty fucking amazing. Now, yeah. Hubble's Hubble's pretty goddamn old. Yeah, compared it is. comparatively to other things, which, but it's it's not to knock on it. It's still doing a great job up there. It is. Um, but yeah, this is, this thing processes shit really quick. Incredibly wide field of view. Um. And like I was saying, it's not maybe not as clear, but it consistent is and, what they're looking three dimensional. for. Three-dimensional and making that dimension. Yeah, yeah. that's that's what's going to be. That's mainly what they're interested in yeah. uh, in anything else. And it has near infrared, but not right infrared. So, 
uh, I'm definitely interested in the images that will come out from it. I mean, I don't know what they find, whether it'll kind of break break our brains on anything. It'd be interesting. But... Anything new that we find is, is progress, right? Yeah. So I'm interested to see the stuff that they come back with, at least when they explore, um, if they can try to get it towards, because I think they're saying that they'll be able to see in the first year up to 10 to 12 billion light years. Yeah. Um, and by its sixth year, like about like 19 billion. So, um, thing and all of those things may be dead already so <laughs> we're yeah. still just we're still just taking probably I, it'd be cool if we ever got a camera that could see live <laughs> like that would be insane but a time machine yeah <laughs> how to go through it that's kind of what they're traveling through but yeah um yeah hopefully it's 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 from uh like you said it, it's europe that put this out this isn't one of ours uh but there's a lot of really cool there seems to be more interesting um astronomical stuff going on europe uh australia has a really cool advancing uh department of astronomy that's doing a shit ton of work so yeah um in like the next 10 years it's i think we're going to learn a fuckload all while you know apparently i don't know if you saw that report on on spacex with the the number of accidents no have gone up with trying to ramp up this mission to mars oh, type no. thing of how many of how many uh fucking accidents and shit keep occurring with it like i wonder what that means monetarily for spacex right um like how much how much money are they just dumping into these you know trying trying to advance quicker than they normally would or how much money they're not <laughs> might might be another one too yeah i mean i don't know how much they're getting necessarily from nasa but he you may need to take on a partner or somebody else that's kind of interested in throwing more funding at this. Right. Um, it doesn't really seem like, I mean, it, India just put something on the moon. Yeah. And that's, I haven't really heard anything about their plans of anything else of late. Um, China hasn't really announced anything. There's, there's really not a lot of other places looking to travel. It, it, that doesn't really seem to be the interest of, right. of other countries. You know. occupy the moon yeah <laughs> um they're more interested in the stuff that like web or the euclid gives us about you know yeah. learning more about basically what's happening down here but that that whole other colonization and stuff i don't even think it's really on their radar is like giving a fuck about any no. of it uh they're probably just like fucking have the moon i don't give a fuck I mean, it's, or... it's a pretty ambitious goal honestly it is it, and i think a bit too a bit too pie-eyed yeah again for we've discussed the practicality of it and they make it like well it's just as simple as this and like nah it ain't yeah. <laughs> it ain't that simple and just thinking about um just the very nature of what happens to people when they're not down here it, it, it learning more and more about how uncomfortable it is to not be on earth it's just like I, I mean, it'd be cool. It'd be cool to say we did it, but it's just not practical. It's just, it's just not practical. We should really try to be working on better, better systems here than trying to make it work. Now, 
granted, in the attempt to colonize, we're going to be seeing advances in technology that could be very helpful to us down here. Like during the space race, that yeah, that helped us out quite a bit. Yeah, you know, um, but that only amounted to commercial viability down here, not for you know longer. To, I mean, we're still no closer to colonizing anything that we were when we thought we're going to go to the moon and the next thing we're going to do is colonize it and it's going to be that quick. Mm-mm. Nope, never happened. <laughs> um, How many men have been on the moon? Uh, I think there's been... I thought it was 27. There's not a lot of people that have been on. No, yeah. no, <laughs> no. It's a it's a pretty it's a pretty exclusive club. Yeah, because there's a, there's seven or eight missions that landed. Because it was the seventies that we stopped going, yeah. right? Yeah, but they had put up. I think after um, after Apollo eleven, there were a few more Apollo missions that. And we want to go to Mars. Like, yeah. <laughs> let's go to the moon just to test out what it's going to be like on Mars. It's like, get to the moon first. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to be nowhere close to viable. Um, yeah, I think they're they're interested to get down and, and see what's going on under... Because uh, they talked about um, water having existed yeah. previously. Um, we drill for water on the moon, then maybe... And then uh, I guess Mars used to have rivers and all that other kinds of shit. Yeah, and then I mean that's all that's lost to whatever, <laughs> whatever happened to it. It's all uh, underneath the, the surface. <laughs> God, I got so much halo here on me. If you had to, uh, if it was like, hey, things aren't things aren't so great down here, <laughs> and we do colonize. Sure. Let's say, like, hey, we're able to have a thriving society up on the moon, but it's not that comfortable. I mean, it, it'd basically be like if if you went down to Antarctica and then and then worked and lived there. There's it's there ain't much room to go play outside. Like you're you're talking about conditions that right. you kind of have to live a very routine life. You're either a bubble person or you take an hour to put your boots on. Yeah, you have to put on a bunch of shit that. For you to go out and about and then hope and then hopefully nothing ever gets wrecked or, you know, yeah, rapid decompression. I mean, um, but if things were environmentally or I don't know, let's say war torn down here. (laughs) 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 But that's that's the option that you that you stay down here in a crumbling earth or you can spend the rest of your days living out that kind of routine potentially dangerous moon life what what, what are you going to do i mean i i think a lot of people would kind of create a fantastic idea of what it would be like to try to do that and like live on the moon and do all of it. but it it would just be it would be fucking painful on a daily basis yeah it and but, even if you can get there and sustain simply because of the potential danger, again, like we had, we had discussed like you have to you have to learn every system, right? You have to know how everything works, right? You got to be able to fix everything. They don't, they don't have fourteen scientists that do all their spe- their specialties. It's yeah, it's just gonna be you. But maybe by that time, that is like, hey, we just have yeah. an engineering class, and that's what they do is go around and make sure that all the 
I mean, if they have oh, self-sufficient good. environments and things like that, and all you have to do is, you know, wake up and go pump gas, then sure, yeah, I'd be all about that. I'm going to go fuel rockets. Can you bring back some of that moon money for me? <laughs> <laughs> Frank McCutcheon. No deal, McCutcheon, that moon money's mine. <laughs> Sorry, Simpsons crept in there. Just the, it always does. Just the whole time about the colonization, I just think of the film strip they're watching from the 50s. Yeah. And they're like, uh, by 1965, we will have a colony. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like showing a guy like fishing in a crater and he pulls up. He, he pulls up. It's like a mermaid, but like a moon mermaid. <laughs> they, they actually, they circle around in the show to do that bit a couple of times. I think that there's one where they go to a world fair and they're watching this old strip and they're like, like on separate episodes. Yeah. yeah. And they're like by 1970, we will have all these. <laughs> <laughs> you make any like, wow, they were really, they were really optimistic back then. Um, which I, it was funny is uh, I was hosting trivia this week and cartoons was one of my categories. And due to some, you know, cool internet research uh, or just people being stoned and watching cartoons, mm-hmm. you know, you know, they, they published that thing like George Jetson was probably born in 2022 just yeah. because of the timeline. So when the show came out in 1962, they thought a hundred years in the future, it's going to be the Jetsons. Nowhere even close. I was, was going to say, do you think we'll ever see flying car like on a commercial level? Uh, if it was entirely automated, yeah, sure. Sure. Uh, is this the practicality of now adding another dimension yeah. to driving Airspace. considering yeah. what already exists? I don't think I don't think I would <laughs> I wouldn't put that in anybody's hands. Yeah. I think we would have we'll automation down sky. here and then try to move that upward. Um would be really nice for morning traffic though. Oh my god, and just trying to like, get through. Fly over everybody. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a traffic jam yeah. up here too. Yeah. <laughs> Simultaneous <laughs> lanes that turn in. Fuck. Everybody had the same idea as me. <laughs> I have to turn up. Yeah. <laughs> when you get to the intersection, the go up. Yeah. Go up at the next. <laughs> well, we both got to be getting to work. Oh yeah, what are I'm you? I'm hosting tonight. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna do my uh, my call out to the creeps. Yeah, Rogan likes it when I do that. He he gets a good laugh. <laughs> yeah, well, let's go grab something to eat and we'll get to work. Yeah, hell yeah. All right, well, thanks for listening. I hope the, we're gonna be doing a what's new top three kind of thing. So hopefully you're like, what the fuck are these guys talking about all the time? <laughs> <laughs> this has been DD and Cal versus the Universe. I'm DDC. Bye, Kyle. Bye, Kyle. Support congressional term limits.